Want to become best friends with the single most powerful person in the country? Whether she's a Gucci girl, Prada professional, coach queen, or target trendsetter, we'll untie the purse strings and give you the inside track on today's woman. How to capture her attention, grow her loyalty, and create such enthusiasm about your company or product that she spreads the word with her friends and family. WebmasterRadio.fm presents Purse Strings. Join marketing to women expert Maria Rechan, senior principal at Carmichael Lynch Spong, as she chats with those in the know so your business can grow. WebmasterRadio.fm presents Purse Strings. Here's your host, Maria Rechan. And good afternoon. Welcome to Purse Strings. I am Maria Retan, and it's great to be here with you today, and I'm so glad you could join me. You can catch Purse Strings every Tuesday at 3 o'clock Eastern. Each and every week, you're going to learn how you and your company can corner the market on the most powerful consumer in the country, the 51% of us who control more than 80% of all the spending, the woman, of course. Well, today, we're going to talk a little bit about... Uh, all-access woman. I'm going to explain that in just a moment. But really, it's about what women want today. Well, I'm going to talk a little bit first about what moves women to action. And it may be brand loyalty and maybe not. According to Yankelovich, when it comes to brands and loyalty, it's risky to buy a brand you're not familiar with. At least 47% of women polled believe that to be true. And believe it or not, men actually think that it's a lot more riskier buy a brand you're not familiar with. I think women are willing to roll the dice a little bit, men not so much. But that's good to know if you're a company out there uh, seeking to kind of woo women to the other side, maybe get them away from a brand that they're loyal to. At least uh, a little bit over 50% say they're willing to to try to check that out, maybe check something new out. But cause marketing can really mean a difference. Women are more likely than men to state that cause marketing campaigns will either maybe often or sometimes affect their purchase decision. That's according to Mintel Cause Marketing Report. Actually, 59% of women say that if they see a company doing some good stuff out there, they may actually go out and buy the product. And in fact, if a company in their own backyard donates to, say, their school or a community, according to Yankelovich, women say, it's only right that I should go out and try to buy something from your company. Um, at least 61% of women polled by Yank say that they'll actually go out and purchase a product or a service from a company that's donating to a cause that they're personally committed to. Now, when it comes to adults over age 18, a survey of about 2,000 of them conducted by Natural Marketing Institute indicated that 60% agree that knowing a company is mindful of its impact on the environment and society makes me more likely to buy their products and services. So getting beyond the cause marketing and getting more into the environmental impact, they're saying more than half, 60% say, you know what, I'm going to probably check them out because they're doing something good here and I need to learn a little bit more about them. When it comes to doing good, get this, guys, women volunteer more than men and even more working moms have the highest volunteer rate. So obviously volunteerism is really important to women. About 29.3% of women uh, who responded to volunteeringinamerica.gov's study said that they actually volunteered in the past year. Men, 
22.9%, almost 23% of you. So almost six, a little bit more than 6% fewer men volunteered. And the fact that working women, working moms are volunteering more than any other women out there, I find that pretty remarkable. I have two kids. And when I'm not working, you know, my 50 plus hours a week and working on my, with my nonprofit work and everything else, I'm thinking volunteering, wow. I can't believe that many women out there are volunteering. Uh, that, that took into account six years of data on volunteering, rankings of states and cities, and volunteer trends. So this was a huge study by volunteeringinamerica.gov. So just some things that really motivate women. Do good volunteer work, doing good for the environment all mean a lot to women out there. And not, that's not you know, earth-shattering news, but I think it's just good for us to remind ourselves of these core values as we launch into our first profile today, which is the Prada Professional, and talk about working women. This is the ultimate working woman. This is a woman who's committed to her career but trying to achieve some balance in her life because she spends so much energy on the job. Her median age is about 36 years old. She's married, she's employed full-time, and about 60% of these women are parents. They have a median household income of about 75000 and they like to keep up on the latest fashion trends. Their looks are important to them, but they really value their relationships. They feel like having a lasting relationship is incredibly important. They want to have a close circle of friends, even though that they do spend so much time at their job. Um, they feel like their possessions are rewards for all of that effort that they have, but they're, they're practical purchasers. They, um, you know, they do shop for some expensive items, but they are actually shopping for the best price. So they don't want to just foolishly spend their money. They want to manage their money. They want to feel smart about managing their money. Um, they do consider themselves to be workaholics, and they're happy with their standard of living, and they, they really want to achieve the very topmost of their career. But they do think that life is more important than work, and they're interested in the arts, they're interested in travel and other cultures, but they do like to stay home. They consider themselves a little bit of a homebody. They like to entertain friends and family in their home, and they're looking for ways to improve their home as well. They're environmentally conscious and looking for companies that support that, just like the women I talked about a little bit ago. They want to recycle, and they actually look for brands that are committed to the environment. When it comes to brands they choose, when it comes to vehicles, they're, they're driving BMW, BMWs, Toyotas, and Audis. They are looking at simple green household products that goes back to that environmentalism I was talking about. Their top designers are Armani and Calvin Klein. And if you're a marketer or trying to get in front of the product professional, she's reading a lot of magazines and viewing a lot of cable and network television for entertainment. She's also getting a lot of her information online. Her favorite magazines include Real Simple, Harper's Bazaar, InStyle, Shape, Vanity Fair, Cooking Light, and Martha Stewart Living. Uh, on cable, it's E, Food Network, Fine Living, TLC, TBS, and Discovery Health Channel. And the networks include Desperate Housewives and Grey's Anatomy. I think that those two shows are on everybody's list, absolutely on everybody's list. 
Well, my guest for this program certainly knows a lot about the Prada professional and also about a lot of things that are going on in women's lives these days. Marie Claire's vice president and publisher, Susan Plejaman, will talk to me today about the magazine's new study on women's attitudes conducted with Pam Danziger at Unity Marketing. I've had Pam on the show before. Many of you may have caught her interview earlier this year on luxury marketing. Well, Marie Claire's and and Unity Marketing Study, the results are pretty powerful. They're, they're really providing insights into the psychology of women, her value priorities, and how her value system influences her as a consumer. So stick around. More purse strings in just a moment. Okay, time for something we can all relate to. Shopping. Purse strings will be right back after these messages from our advertisers. Hey, have you got the number for Jerry's Pizza? Look it up on LocalPages.com. LocalPages.com. Well, what if I wanted a business number in Miami? LocalPages.com. Can people find your business online? Be seen with LocalPages.com on every local listing in all the major search engines like Google, Yahoo, Amazon, and Ask. With over 6 billion quality searches a month and bids starting as low as one cent, get connected with local consumers at the exact moment that they're looking for you. San Francisco, Green Bay, London. I told you. LocalPages.com. List your business on LocalPages.com now and get $100 in free local advertising. LocalPages.com, bringing your neighborhood to you. SEOC.com is your one-stop site for everything SEO. From search engine marketing to pay-per-click management, SEOC.com delivers high-quality SEO services at affordable prices. SEOC.com can help you with SEO analysis, monthly reports, title and meta tag optimization, email support, and so much more. Want to keep your SEO in-house? Let our professional trainers teach SEO to your staff. Get a free quote and a free competitive analysis today at SEOC.com. Looking for a new way to build backlinks and traffic back to your website? Then look no further than the quickest and easiest way to blast your article to over 30,000 subscribers at the click of a mouse. Introducing ArticleSender.com, the world's premier article distribution service. With ArticleSender.com, you can submit your prize-winning piece to thousands of promising publishers and article directories craving for fresh content. ArticleSender.com also provides premium services so that your article is SEO, SEO ready. Plus, we provide express editorial review for rush delivery of your submissions within 24 to 48 hours. Article distribution at its easiest. One form, one click, thousands of results. Get your free account today at articlesender.com. That's article S-E-N-D-E-R.com. This is Bruce Clay, one of the hosts of SEM Synergy, the show about achieving synergy in your search marketing efforts, SEO, pay-per-click, and everything else. SEM Synergy, live broadcast Wednesdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Search Engine Optimization Channel. Search Engine Marketing formulated for Web 2.0. Find it here every week on SEM Synergy on webmasterradio.fm. It's time to start jamming and spamming again with the princes of PageRank, the heroes of HTML, the sultans of search, SEO rock stars, Tuesdays at 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific, only on webmasterradio.fm. Her Strings is back with the inside track on today's woman. Here's your host, Maria Retan. And welcome back to Purse Strings. I am so excited to have Marie Claire's Vice President and Publisher with me today, Susan Plejeman. She's going to be talking about the magazine's new study on women's attitudes conducted in conjunction with Unity Marketing. The study is called All Access Woman. Susan, welcome to the show. Thank you very much. I'm delighted to be here. 
Well, I am delighted to have you, and I certainly hope that I have pronounced your last name correctly. Don't, don't worry. I just came back from a, 10 days in uh, a French Caribbean island, and I, I said to your colleague he could call me Madame Plageman if he wanted to. <laughs> I kind of like Plagamin. that. It's got a little Caribbean tilt to it. Yeah. Like it. <laughs> yeah, but it's Plagamin, but that's fine. Don't worry. You won't be the first nor the last. Oh, well, you know, people have a horrible time with my last name, so I just basically answer to anything that's halfway close. So thank you for being flexible. I appreciate it. Well, first, for people who have been under a rock and don't know about Marie Claire, I always like to start with the basics. Can you just state a little bit, um, for a little primer, if you will, on Marie Claire, your publication, and its target reader? Sure. Um, Mary Claire, it's, it, it, it's actually pronounced Mary Claire, but in the U.S. we call it uh, Marie Claire. So if I say Mary Claire, that's just out of habit. But the magazine was launched 15 years ago um, next year in the States, and it originally was founded in France by a French industrialist. And the whole goal of the brand each and every month is we are one of the largest, most powerful uh, fashion brands globally. There's over 34 international editions, and we'll be celebrating our 15th year anniversary in the U.S. next year, so we're thrilled about that. But the brand stands for primarily three things, Um, and its first most important thing is that it really champions women issues and women as they are, um, not who... um, magazines, cultures, people, etc. think they should be. So it's a brand that's very inclusive. Um, the second thing that it really stands for is just great, great style, great fashion, great beauty, regardless of where it's sold. So we will, we are just as proud to have um, a L'Oreal Paris lipstick within our pages, both editorially or on the ad side, as we are, you know, a fabulous dress from Prada. Um, it's really embracing sort of how women shop today. And I think the third piece that it stands for that really makes it unique is that it's a very socially conscious brand. Um, We do a lot to raise money and just raise people's consciousness about issues that face women, whether it's domestically um, with issues facing young women such as fertility or dealing with the job market or international issues such as um, AIDS or world hunger, etc. So those are really the three things. Um, The primary reader is a is uh, definitely a professional woman, um, probably in her late 20s and 30s, and um, she's definitely working and smart, and it's one of the reasons why our tagline is called More Than a Pretty Face, because we really feel that it's a brand that um, embraces uh, who you are on the inside just as much on the outside. Well, so does, does that, that answer your first question? <laughs> picked up the magazine on more than one occasion, quite often. I feel like that um, all three of your points are very well taken. I feel like it's a very social, uh, socially responsible publication. I get great insight into a lot of the articles in the publication, which is why I'm not really surprised that Marie Claire would do uh, conduct a study like this called All yeah. Access Woman. I'm, it, was, it was quite an in-depth study. Can you talk a little bit about why you felt that you needed to go conduct this study and then really how you methodically went about that? Sure. Um, you know, the same way that I think that you, 
you probably listen to the needs of your readers. Um, we listen to the needs of our customers, and our customers are marketers, both domestic and international. And one of the things that marketers are always hungry for is what makes women tick. I mean, here we are. We come in with our brand. We're the expert on our brand. And marketers um, started coming to us in greater numbers in the last year and a half or so, really saying, um, what can you, what kind of information, what kind of research can you give to us that will not only provide insight into what's motivating young women today in their lives, you know, what are they dealing with, what do they feel good about, what don't they feel good about, but where are they going to be in four or five years? So based on that, um, we had the good fortune to uh, work with Pam Danziger, who is probably one of the most renowned in her field of luxury marketing. And um, I came to her and I said, listen, I, I don't want to do a study that's vertical, that goes out into the market and says, okay, well, Susan spends you know, $300 a month on lipstick, and she'd really like to spend half that on lipstick how do you help her? But instead, it's really a study that's very much horizontal in nature, and it really focuses on, out of 29 issues, what the top five issues are that are facing women today. And I think that if you were to talk to your colleagues, your sister, your friends, your cousins, whomever, um, if you ask them what did they think of when they first got up in the morning, it would not be what to do with their hair. It would be, what kind of day do I have? Do I have a big meeting? Um, do I have to take my children to school and try to get to a big meeting on time? Um, so that's, one of, that's really the primary reason why we conducted the study. Well, all good reasons, too. And I know that you went and conducted it with a lot of women as well. I mean, it was a, it was a large group of women. Can you tell us a little bit about the, woman, the women that you polled in general? Sure. Um, well, we did two. T- we did two things. We did both quantitative and qualitative in our study, and we did focus groups across the country in late, late November, early December, and then we did an online study in late January, early November. Um, so the research is is very current, and I think if you remember, you know, in November. If you remember the mood of the country, people were all sort of still swimming along cautiously, but um, by the end of January, early February, gas prices were rising, and you started to, you know, read in the papers about, you know, different companies doing layoffs, cutting back, et cetera. Um, the study's nationally projectable. It has to be, you know, anytime you do any significant amount of research. And we really worked with Pam's expertise and her database of women that she has, which is vast. I mean, vast. And to make sure that we really only spoke to women that met our profile, that were either Mary Claire readers or Mary Claire-like readers. Um, because we didn't want to talk to, you know, women that read, um, you know, a mass service book when we are a sophisticated fashion global brand. Right. And I know you asked these women quite a few questions. What, what did you end up discovering about these women? What were those top five things that kind of rose to the top? Well, the top five things, it was, it was interesting because, um, you know, you, you – 
whenever you do research, I think you always sort of have a certain level where you anticipate, oh, it's going to be, you're going to hear this, this, and that. But the top five things out of all 29 were um, health and wellness, family and emotional health, career and finances, fashion and beauty, and society and politics. And I think the one for me that really, there were two, but one in particular that really blew me away was really the society and politics. I mean, family and emotional health, I'm a working mother, I have three kids, of course I'm going to care about my family and my emotional health. Um, Health and wellness, I get, that didn't really surprise me. Career and finances, there was an aha in there that I'll come back to, but society and politics was really interesting because they aren't just doing lip service to what's going on in our country and our culture as a result of how we behave as a society or how we act. And one of the biggest areas in there is really the uh, tying in with sustainability and the environment. And they truly, truly, sincerely are concerned about it. And I don't think it's a, I don't think it's an urban myth right now because it sort of feels good. Uh, I think it's something that is going to be increasingly important to them and that will result in, you know, changing their consumer um, shopping and purchasing patterns. You know, I think that companies that show that that they're being um, not only environmentally aware but that they are really embracing sustainability are going to win out in the long run. And I think there's applications across the board that we just haven't even been able to... um, really hit the surface with yet. The other piece that I think was interesting in career and finances, and I know this was the big aha for Pam Danziger, was, you know, Pam always says, and I don't want to misquote her, but, you know, there are famous TV personalities that say, you know, women don't know anything about money. Well, let me tell you something. These women know everything about their money. They're savvy. They're saving for their 401. Um... They are prepared to buy a $1,500 handbag with great responsibility, uh, not with debt, but with a strategic plan of why they deserve that self-reward or what have you. Um, and they are they're just extremely savvy with their finances, and they were much more astute um, than I think a lot of us that were part of the, the research ever believed we were at their age. Um, So I think that was another big aha of just that they are, I mean, they are really driving purchasing decisions, and they're doing it on their own terms. Did you have a sense at all that these are new qualities in these women? I mean, I I think this is the first time you've conducted a a study of this Mm -hmm. size with these types of questions. Am I right? I'm just wondering if this is the baseline for a future study so you can kind of see how women's attitudes may change or if if you were getting a sense that this this might be fairly new developments in these women. I think that in terms of the area of you know what what's important to them I can't I haven't done a study before so I can't tell you if they're new or not. This is the first major one that uh, Mary Claire has has done. I've done them studies on different brands but to different age groups. So I can't I don't have a baseline to say oh it's changed dramatically. But what I what I can tell you is that they are an incredibly passionate smart group of women. 
and they are, you know, everyone always talks about emerging markets, and I was talking to a marketer the other day, and I said, you know, this this group of, you know, single women that are in their early 30s working, they don't have, 70% of them didn't have children, a third of them did have children, um, or I think I switched that around, but uh, but anyway, but some did, but they are, they're really, they're decision drivers, and I think what was was refreshing to me is that, you know, we live in New York, and, you know, sometimes you know, we ask ourselves, are we talking just to each other about our research, about our brand, about our ideas? And what was really overwhelmingly refreshing about the survey is just across the country, um, you know, it didn't dip in Minnesota. It didn't dip in the South. It was really unanimous across the country um, in terms of what their issues were and just where their heads were. Um, I so I found huge, that very encouraging. That, that consistency, you know, I mean, yeah. the fact that it wasn't regional is pretty amazing. Yeah, yeah, I thought that was, um, I think it's also a reflection of just the caliber of the research that Pam does, um, just in making sure that you're really speaking to the people you want to be speaking to. Yeah, absolutely. Well, we're going to have to take a quick break because we're sure. going to run out of time. Uh, okay. But when we get back, I want to talk a little bit about, um, what what people out there who are listening today, what their company can take away from what you learned with All Access Woman and the importance of a relationship when Purse Strings returns after the break. Okay, time for something we can all relate to. Shopping. Purse Strings will be right back after these messages from our advertisers. Jeez, another year with no refund from the IRS. I got a nice chunk of change this year. I'm buying a new car and I'm going to Fiji. How in the world did you do that? I got in on TaxBrain.com's affiliate program. And it's easy to make big money during tax season just by bringing them other people paying their taxes. TaxBrain.com? How does that work? With TaxBrain.com's affiliate program, I command a huge payday with their nitro payouts because I get paid for leads as well as sales. That sounds easy. How do you do it? They give me all the tools it takes, like dedicated publisher support, analytics capabilities, custom tracking and creative services, and so much more that I need to make money the easy way. Wow. With 140 million households paying taxes every year, I bet there's no shortage of business all season long. Now you got the idea. Make money off the tax man. How do I find out more? Visit TaxBrain.com forward slash affiliates to find out more. TaxBrain.com, America's online tax service. A rose by any other name would still be the same. Move over, Shakespeare. You need to differentiate yourself from your competition. Do it by aligning yourself with a company who has earned the trust of Jupiter Media, the NHL, and Lionsgate Films, among others. Moniker.com is the most secure ICANN-accredited register on the planet, offering you domain registration, hosting, domain sales, and acquisition services. Wrap that up with 24-7 support. That's your winning combination. M-O-N-I-K-E-R. Dot com. More than a name. Hey, what are you reading? Revenue Magazine. It keeps me up to date on everything in performance marketing. Yeah? 
I get all my information online. I don't see a computer next to your boogie board there. Well, I've got a regular magazine here. Revenue Magazine is the only hard copy magazine that covers affiliate marketing techniques, search technologies, online fraud prevention, and interactive advertising, branding, and marketing. My magazine's got pictures. Revenue Magazine has everything for online marketers, affiliates, merchants, agencies, and networks. And you can read previous issues, blogs, and more at revenuetoday.com. Uh, mine's got a centerfold. Revenue Magazine, the performance marketing standard. For more information, go to revenuetoday.com. The Daily Searchcast. You know, a cool launch. And first of all, uh, Philip Lenson did this blog post where he did um, some snapshots of a cool looking at people who are in the search industry to see what kind of pictures were coming up for them. Apparently, if you search for me, I come up with my page, uh, but the picture next to me is Danny Sullivan, the race car driver, and he is in his little race car, which is, you know, kind of cool because I'd rather look like him than me, frankly. The Daily Searchcast, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Life Tips. Making your life smarter, better, faster, wiser. Wednesdays at 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific. Or on demand anytime inside the Entertainment Channel. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Her Strings is back with the inside track on Today's Woman. Here's your host, Maria Retan. And we're back, and I'm joined today by Marie Claire's Vice President and Publisher, Susan Plejeman. And we've been talking a little bit about the magazine's new study on women's attitudes conducted with Unity Marketing. The study is called All Access Woman. And before the break, we were talking a little bit, Susan, about some of the key takeaways for you, which were kind of the light bulb moment over society and politics, women's commitment to companies that have really shown that they're committed to doing the right thing, whether environmentally or for their own communities, and also career and finances, that women are really very knowledgeable about their finances and saving for the future. Um, two big takeaways from All Access Woman. But I, I was curious, for people who are listening today, um, where do you think that they could apply some of these takeaways in trying to reach women and, and connect with women as marketers? Um, I think the, the biggest way is that, you know, the United States is, is a mature market. And I think that the biggest takeaway from this study is we are moving away from being such a massive consuming culture to a more caring culture. But that doesn't mean that we're not going to shop and buy things and have things. I mean, we're an incredibly wealthy nation. We're an incredibly spoiled nation. Um, But if you, you know, a lot of growth for a lot of companies is coming from the international arena, from Asia, from India, et cetera. And I think that people have to speak to women in the U.S., specifically our readers, in a way that really highlights how it's not just buy me, buy me, buy me, but respect me and understand me as a company and a brand because here's what we're doing and here's how we're not just about consumption, but we're also about caring in terms of what's going on with our culture. I think that's the biggest thing from the study. Um, and those it's really be, relationship you know, driven, isn't it? The relationship that that woman has or see that she might have with that company that in turn is forming relationships with its community and her, actually. 
Yeah, yeah, I think you're I think you're spot on, Maria. I think it's definitely um the relationship part is is definitely very key um from what we learned from the study. Well, it's it's pretty amazing, I know. And I know that um this presidential election is obviously going to be topmost in her mind as well. Did you get a sense of um, exactly where they were falling out along the lines of the election, or was that not specifically asked? We didn't ask them specifically, are you a Republican or a Democrat? Um, but what what did come out is that they are socially aware, and I think it's, it's a, this is definitely a group of women that are not asleep at the switch, and they are definitely a group of women that I think regardless of the party, they will look to, you know, the candidates' actions um, very closely in terms of what they decide to vote for and how those actions really truly represent their, their you know, their stance on certain issues or they don't. Um, but we don't. We we try not to get into that. He comes. That can <laughs> and become who can blame you, really? Heated, because then it gets to be a dynamic and can overshadow <laughs> all the other fabulous results that came out of the study. And I I just so appreciate you being on today to talk about all excess women. I think that. Uh, what you learned helped reinforce, I think, what we're seeing uh, with a lot of, of the, the social and political landscape that's happening right now as we turn more inward and look at our core values as the economy takes a slip. I think that it's representative of what a lot of women are doing out there. Yeah. Yeah, I do, too. Um, thank you so much, Maria. It was just a pleasure speaking with you, and it was a great honor to be on your show. I really oh. appreciate it. Well, thank you so much for taking the time out of your busy time, especially straight back from a vacation, to share the results with us. Always fascinating. And I'm looking forward to having Pam back on the program as well, as you're, you were correct in that she she is a foremost expert in what she does, and the luxury marketplace continues to be one that will lead the way, I think, from an economic standpoint and help at least forecast where we might be going in 2009. So we'll see, yeah, we'll see what Pam's so. up to here uh, directly, I hope. Okay. Um, but thanks so much for Susan Plegeman being on the show today. And thank you to George, my producer, for another great show. And joining me next Tuesday, I'm going to be joined by Dwayne Benson, a former pro football player turned nonprofit director. He's going to be talking about how to overcome enormous barriers such as language and traditions to reach the hard-to-reach woman. But companies, keep, keep notice, take notice. You might want to take an investment in minority groups, and you will reap the reward in the future. Dwayne Benson is going to tell us all about that next week, Tuesday, 3 o'clock Eastern. Until then, make it a great one.